0: No long term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program.
1: Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year.
0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief, Amy Newmark.
1: Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul, and today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life. So listen, I really love this book. It contains such great, actionable advice, and it's wisdom that can apply to all of us. Today's stories, for example, are about how to keep the romance alive. And in a broader sense, they contain great advice for maintaining any relationship. So Gwen Cooper shares one such story. It was Friday, and she and her fiancé were both at work. She called him during lunch, and he told her that he was having a busy day at the automotive service shop where he worked as a mechanic, and that he had a gift for her. He sounded very excited about this gift and said she would love it. When Gwen got home, her fiancé presented her with the gift. It was in a black square bag, and when she unzipped it, she still did not understand what was inside. Her fiancé explained that it was a jumper box. You charge it and then keep it in your car, and then if your battery dies, you don't need jumper cables, and you can jumpstart your car from the box. He was very enthusiastic. Gwen, however, was underwhelmed. Just then her mother called, and Gwen told her about this rather unexciting gift. And her mother said something very wise to her. He is excited because this is his way of taking care of you. You mean the world to him. And this is a gift to give him a little peace of mind in making sure you are safe when he can't be with you. Gwen was surprised but then realized her mother was completely right. She just hadn't looked at this the right way. When her fiancé started showing her how to use the jumper box, she smiled and gazed at him, and then she gave him a big appreciative hug and said it was the best gift ever. Gwen says, My mother's wise words really flipped a switch, both in my relationship with my husband, as well as with friends, family, and others. I realized that no one acts or shows love exactly the same way, so it is important to take a step back and look at others' actions through a lens of love. Sarah Barnum shares another set of wise words with us, and I really felt like these applied to me and were worthy of attention. She heard these wise words one day when she was having lunch with an older, wiser friend of hers named Barbara. That week, Sarah had had a conflict with her husband. they had only been married a few months, so Sarah didn't have a lot of experience with fighting. She told Barbara what had happened and asked her what she thought. And Barbara said this, I learned early on to let go of the need to be right. It changed my marriage. That wasn't the answer that Sarah had expected, and it wasn't really what she wanted to hear. Later that week, she had an opportunity to implement Barbara's advice, but she didn't. Her husband wrapped his arms around her and looked over her shoulder into the bathroom mirror and then said, I love your brown eyes. That would have been very romantic, except that Sarah had hazel eyes which she pointed out to him. His face tightened and his arms loosened around her. She had hurt his feelings and ruined his compliment. Sarah says, If only my mouth had still been full of toothpaste. Maybe then I would have swallowed those words instead of speaking. My husband had been trying to pay me a compliment, and instead of receiving it, I had corrected him. In a matter of seconds, the atmosphere had changed, filling the air with tension. She felt terrible. And then she thought of Barbara's advice, and she went and apologized to her husband and decided that she had to stop trying to always be right. She says that letting go of the need to be right was a hard habit to break. After all, at her job, she dealt with numbers and words and people's safety, and everything had to be exactly right. And then she realized it was more than that. She had such high standards for herself that she was imposing them on other people, including her husband. She needed to cross over to the side of being loving more than being right outside of her job. So she learned how to bite her tongue. When her husband got a date wrong, she let it slide. When he mispronounced a word, she didn't correct him. She tried not to point out mistakes unless they were really important. She says that she still has to consciously make that decision these days, choosing between being loving or being right. And she tries to make the right choice for her relationships. We started that story with a relevant quote from Katrina Mayer that goes like this, choose your battles carefully, peace, is often far better than proving someone wrong. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, the advice that changed my life. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers, and you will find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. If you'd like to become one of our storytellers, just check the submit your story section of our website to see the topics we're working on. Right now, we're looking for humorous stories and also stories about dogs and cats and Christmas. And we're always adding new topics. And please come back for our next episode to hear two more stories from this newest bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life, stories about how to get things done, even when it seems impossible.